All right, hello everybody, and welcome to Video Game Realness, episode 19, serving up your Joseph gaming chit-chat amongst friends. Serving up your (laughs) weekly gaming... Wait, Is it weekly? Serving up your weekly dose of gaming chit-chat among friends. We got there. Right. Well, anyways, as you can tell, uh, Delvin is not here this week, so... Uh, James, myself. Well, I am James. <laughs> James. James, myself. <laughs> yeah, clearly I'm not used to hosting. But anyways, um, I'm taking over as host or facilitator in the professional sense. Oh, damn. Uh, yeah, for this week. And uh, Delvin will be back next week and he'll be hosting. So in the meantime, it's just going to be the three of us. So this week we have Cameron. Hello. We have Michael. Hi. And as I said, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, so we're gonna try to keep this pretty tight Yeah, um, sure <laughs> We're gonna start off with a few topics we're gonna do now Playing for the week We're gonna talk about some news And then we wanna do a little bit of a nostalgia thing Talk about last generation Now that the next generation has officially launched The future is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of now Also kind of last year But I don't think even Nintendo felt that the future was last year No, and it's only in some countries right now Because other countries still aren't really in the future Yeah, I mean some countries will be in the future this upcoming Friday yeah. And then there are some countries that won't be in the future until February 22nd, 2014 Yeah, Japan. It's like, <laughs> the irony of Japan being the last one to be in the future is not lost upon me Yeah, yeah <laughs> It's like we're time traveling, guys. Yeah. In a space car. Space. I mean, they've already (laughs) kind of reached the future. They have a PS Vita TV. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Don't forget about that. That launched a few weeks ago. I know. I was super excited. How did that turn out? James rolled his eyes when he said he was super excited. (laughs) Yeah. um... (laughs) I played my Vita this week. Did you? Yeah. Well, maybe we should start with now playing then. Michael, you can go ahead. Tell us about your PS Vita experience. Okay, so I was playing Super Stardust Delta, um, which if you remember last week I was talking about Resogun for PS4. It's mm-hmm. made by the the same guys, um, Housemark. And um, it's because I've been playing so much Resogun, which is so insanely fun and so addicting. Like, I played it for whenever I had free time this week. I was I was doing that. Um so I played Stardust Delta as well, which was lots of fun. Um, but Resogun for me is like, even though it's only a $15 game and it's free if you have PS Plus, it like to me is almost a reason to buy a PS4. It, like the the experience of it is so much fun. No, it's not going to sell you on the next-gen hardware, but I never look for that. I just look for something fun to play on my new system that's going to be, that's going to have those reasons later on. Um, is it exclusive to PS4? Yes. Yes. Resogun? Oh, okay. Um, and uh, then I also played uh, more Killzone Shadowfall, which I beat and was very glad to beat because it, it turned out to not be so fun. So what did you end. not end up liking about it? So... Because you said it was last week when we last spoke. Last week, you were yeah. Like, oh, I don't know. I didn't get great reviews, but it's a pretty good game. It's like... That's my Michael It's impression. a really good Michael <laughs> Thanks. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It was just um, a little... Okay, you die really... I even played the game on easy by the end because you die so quickly and, you know, I just found that the control with the gun, like, you always either had to be, like, right up in the enemy's faces and it felt like they were all you were always so outnumbered. Right. And so it became not fun because of certain things like that. And then there were these really weird... Like, and a lot of these elements of being in space where you had 
like zero gravity and you were doing this or there's this one part where you're falling but you're falling horizontally and you have air brakes but i don't think you're wearing a jetpack oh, or anything yeah. i saw and that it was like so what do you mean you're falling horizontally like okay you know how usually you would fall down and you would like be looking down no no this way you're like I don't even, like, know how to explain it. You're literally, like, falling across a oh, plane. Oh, so the gravity is pulling you to the right. But, except, except for the fact that the right is the center of the screen. Like, you aren't, like, you're, you're falling down, uh, but down is across. Okay. Like, because you watch buildings fall around you, right? And they aren't, like, falling down, they're falling horizontally, but you're somehow going in between it's the it's fucking weird and it's such a hard section to control and it's really not fun and then the end of it was like the end of it was ugh. and i just i beat most of it in one day so that i could trade it in for 40 dollars at best buy and then i got super mario 3d world yay, so. yay! michael anyway. was having a bit of a fit uh, over it he's having some trouble uh, yesterday like i had i had like four breakdowns when i was when i was playing <laughs> the game Lord. yeah it that's where you just shut it down. Yeah, you just you just say PlayStation off. I just got I I was so close to the end when I was having like some of the worst breakdowns and I was like just get through one more hour and then you'll fucking be done and then you can trade it in and I did that and now I'm so much happier with the new game that I got. Like it just felt like a chore, right. you know, whereas finish, right? yeah, and and as far as FPS goes, you know, I I like playing FPS games, but this was just not, didn't do it for me. Right. So what's the, what, what would you say given, so you've had the PS4 for like over a week now. Yeah. So what is the best game you've played? Is it Resogun? Resogun, 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 Resogun. Like mm -hmm. I've played it so much and you're always trying to like beat your score or mm -hmm. there's multiple difficulties and you always just feel like what you're doing is so impressive because there's a lot of shit around you and you feel like, oh my god, how am I completing this? Um, but Knack is also a lot of well, fun. Well, I wanted too. to follow up with that because so you said you liked Knack and you didn't understand why the reviews were sort of, eh, 6.5. So how do you feel now, I guess, your second week into Knack? Yeah, I still really still like it. it. Yeah, nice. so... Um, Killzone like so the other way like <laughs> now when I see the reviews for for Killzone being like six or seven or or whatnot I'm, all I can say is like no oh, not <laughs> even wow. no I'd say the game is like Worth a four a or a five oh. like okay well so just just in terms of what I found from it right mm -hmm. um. And like I said, I traded it in and got $40 at Best Buy. So it was like I'd only spent $19 on the game. Right. And it's totally worth 19 bucks, But mm -hmm. to me, it was not worth 60 So that's why I tried to oh. trade it while the value's high. Right. Well, I'm glad you got something back out of it then, if not fun. Okay, so Cameron, you showed up at my apartment this morning not too happy. No, no. So what's your now playing story? Now playing, I didn't get a lot of time to play this week. Again, work has been work but this morning i was playing smite shock and <laughs> it was tragic my razor naga which is a mmo mouse that i bought three years ago it's got like 20 buttons on it and i loved it it stopped working oh i was midway through a match and the left click was no longer it just it's dead so 
Like it's not just the batteries? No, it like, doesn't have batteries. It's just plug in. I tried unplugging it. I checked for drivers. Mm-hmm. I shut it down, turned it back on, and it was it's not having it. So I need to go get a new mouse. Do they still make the same kind? Yeah. And How apparently much is it? It's like an $80 mouse. Yeah, expensive. Yeah. yeah. Like I got this, like I got the Naga when it first released. Delvin and I both got them. We ordered them and they came in. It was it's great. I love that mouse. They still make it, but now <clears throat> eight. My old one, it glowed blue, so it was, like, really fancy. But yeah. now all the new ones, it, it's, like, a branding thing. It's all green. I'm like, oh. Uh, I don't know. Green's prettier. Green's nice, but it's... It, it's this like is, that vomit acid green, though. It, yeah, it's it? like, you know, Monster Energy drink. It's like that stuff. Yeah. Like, Ew. It's, you know, it's like, it's like male testosterone green. Yeah. Like, oh, like That's venom. the color of testosterone, guys. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's like venom acid green. Yeah, so I need to go get a mouse... That has buttons on the side because I love having those because I, I will admit there was like 12 buttons on the side and I only really use six of them because mm-hmm. my thumb is just, it's not going to twist that way. Mm-hmm. But it's so nice because whenever I'm playing an MMO, I would be able to have my fingers on WASD at all times mm-hmm. and still be able to use all of my abilities. So I wouldn't have to take my fingers off yeah, to like yeah, use yeah. anything. Twelve buttons on a mouse? Like, that's <laughs> oh, insanity! I would like to say, if you've ever played World of Warcraft, you have, like, oh, 50 yeah. abilities. Yeah. I know, but that to me is, like... Yeah. Add to the list of why I don't play MMOs. <laughs> no, you'd be like, glad to have, like, the 12 buttons. Oh, I'm, I'm sure yeah. I would be, but, like, still... Just thinking, like, where do they even go? It, it's like a keypad on the side where you just yeah. move your thumb around. And your thumb just gets used to where the positions yeah. are. Yeah. No, I never had one. I played. I always played WoW on a five-button mouse. Yeah. yeah. Five a, buttons? That's still crazy! And I was a priest, and it was still hard, because yeah. I was running out of clicks. Yeah, that was one thing I really liked about it. Whenever you had... Whenever you were healing in yeah. WoW, and you had... I don't remember what the healing add-on was. It wasn't yeah. Healbot that we used. It was something else. Yeah. And it was just so easy to just thumb over somebody, and then just press one of your side buttons without yeah. ever having to... Well... Like, it was... It was just nice, and I I was looking at some other mice, but I I realized I definitely need those side buttons because I just muscle twitch at this point whenever I'm playing a game. Oh, yeah. To use it, yeah, you're too yeah. ingrained with with yeah. that. Well, I'm sorry to hear that the mouse stopped working, but yeah. I'm glad to hear because I didn't I knew that something computer related had happened to Cameron, <laughs> and I'm very glad to know that it wasn't your nice new no, supercomputer no, that like kicked the bucket. Right. I wouldn't even be here. I would be off crying. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I can't make it. I can't. I can't. Well. So, so that was it. In nerd respect, let's have a moment of silence for yeah. Cameron's Naga Mouse. Yeah. In terms of the actual game, though. <laughs> it was like Cameron, the shortest. <laughs> I don't want Guys, I'm going to go get a new one. Let's have a moment of silence. Yeah. Okay. We're moving. Yeah. That's good enough. Oh, I was actually like ready for like. No, yeah. we're not actually going to. No, I'm just no, being no, dramatic. I'm kidding. Yeah. In terms of the game itself, though, I, I will it. say Chunga got buffed because she got oh, nerfed. Did she, get, she got she nerfed again? pretty okay. heavily when she first came out because yeah. she was doing very well. But she got buffed and she is fun all over again. So what does nerfed mean? Uh, you can explain it. They're at, say a character is overpowered, they will get nerfed to. Like be get like brought back down. Yeah, brought yeah, so the, the, knocked the down and pegged. Yeah, it's, like, it's the balance. The moves might change. The actual attack stat might right. change, but they just rebalance the character so it's not yeah. as overpowered. But, but then what about buffed? Buffed is going the in the opposite, so making the character. So wait, they more nerfed powerful. her than buffed her. Yeah, yeah, they, they, buff, super nerfed, they her. nerfed her too hard. Like, t- like to the point where she was like basic. She was super basic. Did she was a walking. <laughs> like, like. 
Her whole point is that she dances and she's yeah. super like fun and flourishy, but then they started like cutting her dances in half because yeah. she was super strong, so that she just kind of looked broken. Yeah. But now the ability is all, it, you get that timing and flow and it yeah. feels much better. That's why I really like the character. That's it's like the abilities just worked nicely together and she's just dancing all over the place. It's just so fantastic. But anyway, that's it for me this week. All what right. about you, James? Um, well, I've been still playing through Phoenix Wright this week, the second game. I'm super slow because um, I haven't had a lot of time. Um, I'm still stuck on this clown um, case. circus case. And you know what? You're right. It's way too long. Like, like... So Phoenix Wright cases, they're usually, there's like a sense of progression and then, you know, there's speed, there's momentum and you like it. But I'm at this point where I think I'm almost done the case. I think I'm two thirds in. Mm -hmm. And then they sort of, they introduce the acrobat character. I know you go to his room in the beginning, but then you finally meet Acro the acrobat. Yeah, I know. Lols. (laughs) But then I'm like, oh, I Isn't died. Acro kind of hot? I remember, yeah. like, one <laughs> yeah, of the characters. He is. Yeah, okay, yeah. He's, he's a gymnast, so he's all, like, muscles. He's and very tone, built, yeah. But he's in a wheelchair. Yeah, Whatever. Like, so that's the guy I'm referring to, if, if anybody's curious. But for me, it's way too late to be introducing. Uh, yeah, that's exactly like, how I In a whodunit case, it's like, oh, okay, now when I'm about to solve it, I meet this third guy with a parrot on his shoulder. Yeah. <sighs> Um, okay. Well, okay, so here's here's what I would say, okay. That case, as I've said the entire time, anytime I talk about the, the games, is way too long and, like, almost ruins the second game. But then the fourth case is very good. Right. Very, it's got good pacing and you'll want to you'll wanna keep moving. Is but it the, about Miles Edgeworth, the fourth case? The fourth case, no. It's about, um, uh, like, this... TV start. Do you remember in the first game? There's the Steel Samurai yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not to do with the Steel Samurai, I don't think, but another show like that. Okay, but it's just it's very deep and it's it's exciting. Some oh, shit gets real. So. I'm excited. Yeah, I want to. I, I still need to play up to the fifth one. So only on the second one. Right. It's gonna take a bit of time, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other thing that I guess I've been playing and we've been playing this week after this morning. We'll touch on it briefly. Um, is Super Mario 3D World. Yay! It's pretty ridiculous. Cats. Cats immediately. <laughs> there isn't even getting build up. It's not like you go through a level and then at the end of the level you get your cat suit. Out. No, it's like you step in, it's like, be a cat. Yeah. Now! It's actually super true because yep. you start the game and there's that cute little cutscene, right? It's short. It's like not even a minute. Yeah. I think like in the first level you're mute, like, now, cat! Now, exactly, Cameron yeah. said. So, what's everyone's quick first impression? Uh, let's start with you, Michael. Um, lots of fun. Like, the the level design, I mean, the individual levels are lots of fun. It's, uh, as I've said before, I still miss that it doesn't have that kind of galaxy map, and I was mentioning to you, James, about how in Galaxy you have, um, like, the comets that would, like, change the levels, and I miss that everything is what kind of had a theme for each planet right Mm -hmm. so you would have like the the b galaxy and you had three b levels and then comets could change that right whereas here every single level is totally different from one another even if like the background for the for like sprixy kingdom is yeah is like uh, uh a desert the level is, like, not a desert. Yeah, like, that's uh, true. So that, to me, has kind of taken away from a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the levels are so fun that last night when I was playing it and then today, I'm always thinking, like, okay, I, I should stop 
and then I just keep playing another <laughs> yeah, level. Yeah. So yeah. Great. How about you, Cameron? You're. I thought. I, I don't know. I. It's not my type of game. I thought it was really cute and absolutely ridiculous. The characters, like, they have a lot of actual character yeah. for these little tiny things that they're just running around. But uh, my main problem with a lot of these, the recent Mario games mm-hmm. with the co-op, is that I can't keep up with everyone. Yeah. I just, I, and I lose the desire to keep up, and then I just start spinning or crouching and just... Being a nuisance. To be fair, it was super cute when you were Toad, like just crouching, because Toad looks super cute crouching. But you are right, like like you were saying before. Mario Co-op is always this game where, you know, same with New new Super Mario Bros, Wii U, and the one for Wii, two to three people know what they're doing, or one to two people know what they're doing, everybody else kind of doesn't, and it just becomes this game of two people taking the lead and everyone else is wall jumping to keep up, and it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, no, I don't know. I, I picked it up, like, the day it came mm-hmm. out. I was so excited. I was counting down the hours that I could oh, get Oh, I know work. you were, yeah. And, and that evening, I went to um, the AGO to see the Bowie David Bowie exhibit. So during the whole David Bowie exhibit, I was like, yeah, this is really awesome. But I really just want to go home and play Super Mario. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, that Toad sound. Toad is ridiculous. Oh, he just yeah. keeps getting cuter and cuter every game. Yeah. Why isn't he a character in Super Smash Brothers? That's true. Well, Nintendo. we don't know yet. <sighs> but there's that there's that Super Smash Bros. pick that Sakurai posted where Peach pulls out Toad. Yeah, that would have been um, the moment to show that Toad's a character. So I can't I imagine don't. Toad's out Unless yeah. it's a Toad and not Toad. That's true. True. Like true. the blue Toad. Yeah. Because this is blue Toad, not, yeah. not red Toad. There's so many Toads. I, oh, I'm so confused. <laughs> like Peach, the Toad Toad has red polka dots yeah. on his mushroom pad. Okay. And then the reg- and then the, in, in Super Mario games, it's that you play as. You play as Blue Toad because he has blue polka dots. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Anyways. I- <laughs> All right. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> I echo, I echo my, Michael's sentiment. I mean, it's, it's, such, it's just a fun game. Like, it's a fun game to jump into and then just play. And before you know it, half an hour, an hour has gone by. But I do miss... Like the 64 aspect where you just jump into a world and time is unlimited yes. and you can just explore the world and play with the physics. But I feel like physics has become, aside from games like Portal, it's kind of become less relevant in general. I feel like in video games, like there's less, here's, you're an open world, explore it. Like there's always a path that mm. is directing you forward. And I feel like that's sort of what mm. happened since last generation. It's, it's. It's lots of fun, but I'm still missing that kind of awe. Like, when you start Galaxy, you're just kind of like, oh my god. Yeah, and, and that, that first star cannon, when you get yeah. shot into space and you smash through this yeah. comet and all these little stars. Yeah, that And the star bits. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is lots of fun. Yeah. It's So that's the thing. It's just plain fun. It's just fun. And so I think next week we'll talk about this more when everybody's had a chance to play it. Mm-hmm. It'll be an extravaganza. Of eleganza. <laughs> Good lord. Cameron is not having that. Okay, well anyways, uh, we'll take a short break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about the news for the week. Stay tuned.
back with that. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the news for this week. Yay! Yay. We're going to talk about a console that none of us bought yet. <laughs> we're qualified. Exactly. So, <laughs> biggest news of this week. Super Mario 3. No. no. <laughs> um, the, the X1. The Xbox X-Bone. One. Xbox the Xbox One. Xbox 180. Launched in America and other countries. Um, yeah, seven I, whole countries. Probably the UK, the UK, Canada, the US, Germany, um, probably yeah, Germany. Germany. Yeah. I'm gonna say Spain, France. Yeah, the French. Let's go with Bulgaria. Australia. Yeah, and it launched five seconds slower in Los Angeles compared to the rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Shady. Uh, Anyways. Uh, Big news, though, it did hit 1 million units sold in under 24 hours, so yep. same feat as the PlayStation 4. Which, which is, no matter which side of the console war you decide to side on, it's a good thing that both of them did that. Yeah, whether it's you're the rebel or alliance. Which one would be the rebel and which one would be the, the Empire? Well, I guess two. the Xbox is technically yeah. the Empire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sony's mm-hmm. like playing to the people. I don't know if Sony's are the rebels either. I don't know. No, 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 no. Sony's like the Trade Federation. I there we are. Yeah. Outside of the entire ecosystem. They're the hot cartel. Yeah. yeah, they're yeah. just like, what? Yeah, they're the slightly racist fish. Yeah. The <laughs> they're they're like the Gungans, the Jar Jar Binks, <laughs> exactly and such. Like yeah. And then the Nintendo's the Ewoks. They're all yeah. And then they eat people. Oh, yeah, Wait. That <laughs> That's a little weird. Guys, you heard it here first on DG Realness. Nintendo, Nintendo equals eats. Ewoks. Oh, sorry. <laughs> eats people. They eat people for breakfast. Oh, okay. That too. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, did anybody here sort of partake in the launch festivities, whether on the internet, in person, or... Um, I didn't... The only two. I didn't watch any of the live streams, but I did watch that gif of Jeff... Keely yeah. <laughs> saying Xbox Los Angeles and then sitting there for five seconds before it actually went. That will go in our show notes because that gift deserves to be repeated for the rest of Jeff Keeley's life. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even his fault. It was like whatever like producer didn't press the button to switch just, to the it's cam. It's hilarious, it guys. Mm, Come on. It was like on par with that awkwardness of the E3 Peggle 2 announcement where, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where the guy does the big jump Peggle 2 and then yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, oh my god, I forgot about that. Especially oh. just because the Xbox One event, it's so corporate and it's so, like, oh, everything's yeah. green and Mountain Dew's out there screaming at people and Doritos, <laughs> it's like, eat our chips and then like... And then guzzle it with Mountain Dew! Yeah, and then yeah. that happens, so it's just like the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, but you know, as with any new console launch, because we are all fair here mm-hmm. at VG Realness, um, you know, you get day one issues. You always yeah. get day one mm-hmm. issues. And, and the fact that people treat it as like, uh, oh my god, there's a day one issue, like, this system's dead in the water, what a piece of shit. I, yeah, come, come on, yeah. people. Take like it easy. G-T-I-E. Exactly. Yeah, I mean... It like, it sucks easy. for the people who that ha- that happened to, yeah. but the people who are just, like, on YouTube being like, oh my god, it's the worst thing yeah. yeah, so when people say, like, oh, it's the worst thing ever, don't get that. When people who experience the issues go on YouTube and post a video and are, like, upset. Like, I saw one video of a guy, because the Xbox One in some consoles has had issues where it sounds like it's eating discs. Like, it won't play the yeah. game. It'll take in the disc, and then it literally sounds like a robot. It's, like, crunching it up. 
Um, but then the disc comes out and it's not scratched, nom, nom, but nom, nom, nom. it just won't, it won't work yeah. it. And so I saw a video of a guy who you could tell was just really excited for his console and just really wanted to play his game. And of course, with any console launch, when you can't just go back to the store to return it for another, because they would have it in stock yeah. to think like, Oh fuck, I could be not able to play my games for another two weeks mm-hmm. yeah. is like an upsetting thing. So I can totally get yep. behind that. I feel like the lesson learned is to be less excited. Cause I feel like, you know, Murphy's law, the more excited you are, the oh, more yeah. likely it is you're going to get a busted console. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what Microsoft's um, whole, whole thing is. Cause I heard that with Sony, um, if you had like a busted one, you can obviously call customer support and they might, like send you one and do the exchange that way. But I heard that um, Sony stores, even if you didn't buy it at a Sony store, if you had a busted one, you can take it to a Sony store and they had like a certain, like like five per store. Like they were just getting like a few in and when they ran out of those, they would get more in for people who had busted. Oh, so you could just go exchange. Go exchange it at a Sony store as opposed to having to wait it, wait for it to get mailed to you and then you have to mail yours and blah, blah, blah. It's called a Sony style store. No, I think it's just Sony um, store now. I guess they got rid of that. They got rid <laughs> of that. Because it didn't yeah. make any sense. Mm. Yeah, right. exactly. Well, yeah, no, I mean, I, unfortunately, you know, I guess, I don't know if Best Buy and, I can go Best Buy and Future Shop do those returns, though, if it's busted, like, you, if they have them. Oh, they totally would. Yeah. It's just they'd have to have it in stock, yeah. and I don't think they're keeping extra stock no. for no, for busted not. consoles. I don't know. I have yet to try. Yeah. How about you, Cameron? You've, you've always been sort of last generation. You were a sort of a 360 fan. What are you waiting for? I am waiting for... Unfortunately, at this point, I have to wait for Destiny because they have announced that Destiny will not be on PC. They're saying it's taking too, it would take too much effort to bring it. They don't want to spread their resources then, which I find incredibly odd. odd considering me. they are going on PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. Yeah. I find that... Yeah, especially PS3. That left a bitter taste in my mouth because I know that PlayStation 3 is going to be a bitch to develop for, and I know there's not going to be very many people on that system. I'm surprised they're not developing it for PC, particularly in an FPS environment. Yeah, it's an FPS MMO. Yeah, it's like primary. When the new systems are built on the x86, like... Architecture, like, it's not that difficult, whereas for PS3, it's like... A whole nother issue. Yeah. Well, unless PC is not providing any sort of financing, right? Yeah, because it's Activision. It, that's the publisher. Yeah, remember. it feels so. like this is they were given a certain amount of money to only go on the consoles, or yeah. they're using it themselves as a hey, let's try and push these consoles. Which, whatever, I, I don't know. It's that irritating. is the that is the only game so far that I'm like I want to play that. But I will need a console for it, so that is the only. So thing where will you play it? I at this point I would go with Xbox One. Mm-hmm. I, uh, for all that I did not like a lot of their marketing, especially from E3 and then the subsequent months after. Right now I don't really have much of an interest in anything that's Sony exclusive. Mm-hmm. And the overall with the Kinect, I do still like that idea mm-hmm, and where mm-hmm. it might end up, but. Yeah, so if I do, probably sometime mid-next year, I would get an Xbox. So for you, that's kind of like, that's the next-gen launch, really, for you. Yes, it's Destiny. Like, you get, like, a Destiny bundle, Uh, even? We'll see. I would think they would bundle it. Yeah. 
It's Same. Activision. They will bundle it. They will bundle it. That's how they're getting rid Skylanders of, those basic, of the basic. basic I was packages. so I was in Best Buy yesterday, yeah. and I saw a mountain of basic Skylanders bundles, oh, dear. like like fifty stacked on top of each other. Wow. I still think it'll sell well though. Yeah, it's, yeah well, it's, it's a bit too early. Yeah, it's a bit too early for Christmas. And right. It's, everybody that's lining up to buy right now, they're not buying a basic Skylanders bundle for Wii U. Yeah, so, but that's yeah. gonna hit soon, like yeah. starting this Friday, I would yeah. say. Yeah, that's probably what everybody's waiting for. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, one of the other things that happened with Xbox One, which was something that I was excited about, was having integrated Twitch, which it isn't going to be available for a little bit. And I thought that this was so shady because the the console came out this past Friday and on the Monday they were like, guys, it's not going to have Twitch at launch. How can you tell people like four yeah. fucking days before this thing that like one of your selling features, especially something yeah. that is readily available on the PS4, how can you tell all of your people four days before? Yeah. Isn't that the point though? So nobody I don't hears even, about it? I don't even think Twitch was 100% on board because I got an email earlier in the week yeah. With them toting that Xbox One will have Twitch. Granted, Xbox One does have Twitch. You can watch Twitch. You can watch anything that's being streamed on a PC or, I guess, PlayStation yeah, 4. Yeah, so you can, but you can't you can yourself. use the Twitch app to yeah. watch stuff, but you can't actually um, live stream yeah, or, or put your stuff there. Side note, I don't even know if Twitch, the Twitch app works in Canada. The Twitch app on 360 was US only. Oh my god. So I don't even so know. I, I don't even know. That's another thing about the Xbox One is there's all these neat little features, ninety percent of which you cannot get outside of the US. Well, it's yeah. built for America, right? Yeah. Even like all the cable integration, television yeah. Yeah. integration. None of that. Like we a, can't do any of that. Yeah. You can, you can, and can. Yeah, do yeah, we yeah, actually yeah. have? Because yeah, yeah, at yeah. the beginning no, they were saying totally... that we weren't going to be. No, it's like it's a North America thing. But if you're anywhere else, like yeah. uh, one of their biggest selling features is mm. null. Um, yeah. But speaking of like Twitch integration and all of this uploady business, yeah. I did do that on my PS4 this week, and it was very easy, and it was lots. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, for people who do, for a lot of people who have done uh, streaming in the past, who have like all of their extra cables, they're not a big fan of it because a lot of the extra settings that they could do, they can't do now. Mm-hmm. Like uploading to YouTube afterwards, it really downsamples it. It goes down to 480p. If you, you try can, it. you can change the settings, but you have to like. I had to fucking search yeah. in menus and menus to find uh, like highest quality settings right. for my exports. But in terms of just plug and play everyone is saying it's fantastic yeah, it's really good really it's cool. lots of fun that's great I having just that dedicated share button because then mm-hmm. on xbox one the system has been very built for voice commands and a lot of the reviews i was reading was saying if you want to record something with like the xbox game dvr thing if you just say xbox record that then it'll it'll pick that up and yep. do that instantly but if you want to use it with the controller, it's like menus and menus, and you have to pause menus. your game and go out and blah, blah, blah. Well, Metro on. is not an interface that's based off, like, minimum clicks, no. right? It's sort of a touchscreen interface, if yeah. anything. So yeah. that fluidity is there. Um, does the Twitch on the PS4, I know this is supposed to be about X1, but does it pick up player audio, or is it just game audio? You can uh, turn it on so it can pick up player audio, or you can have it just do game audio. See, that'd be fun. So yeah. like you, it, it's totally your choice, and you can set that for every every video. That'd be great. So basically, you could have um, as it's recording, like even if the setting 
basically you you check it off when you upload it right is you either say during the upload do you want it to include the player audio or do you just want it to be the game audio Hmm. um so the whole time you could be talking into it and then you can decide whether you want it up or not Mm -hmm. if you Mm -hmm. just want the game audio so one big thing on pc streaming is having a face cam and is that available with the PSI? I don't have a PlayStation camera, oh, so I mm. can't speak to that, but I'm 90% sure it is. And I, the other I thing with PS4, so. not only can you do Twitch, you can also do Ustream. Right. Yeah. Oh, they have well, hmm. And then you can upload your stuff to Facebook and um, Twitter. I want people to keep it off Facebook for now. I don't need any more videos. I put... I, put, I didn't like, see anything I put, on Facebook. I had the one video of Rezo Gun, okay. and that was when I was telling you guys, when I was, like, screaming <laughs> in the last level. Um... Yeah, and it was fun. It was just because I wanted to give it a shot, just right? Just see what it's like. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I understand. So, Cameron, um, X1, you can feed an HDMI through the X1, and it'll play through the X1. Can you record what you're playing through the X1? Uh, I assume however people did it with the Xbox 360, yeah. they can still do it with Xbox One. Cause I, I th- haven't heard otherwise. Because I was thinking if we ever need to record our Wii U games, we can just feed it through somebody's X1. Yeah, but apparently there's a bit of a lag. But yes, you can. You can. So you can play your, like, other reviews I was reading was like, yeah, you can play your Wii U or your PS4 on your Xbox One. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for recording purposes, I could see why it was fun. Yeah. It would be fun. So. Yeah, Nintendo should try and get on that. Uh, yeah, I don't think that system can handle that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest here. All right. So in other news, I mean, does anybody have anything else to add to the X1 launch? Not really. Um, I'm just glad I didn't end up getting it. Oh, that's what I want to talk about is reviews for the actual games that came out. Mm. Uh, which has been, for the most part, mm-hmm. mediocre as heck. They've Though, both been very mediocre. I've seen lots of positives on Forza, which is surprising, from people yeah. that I didn't expect to like Forza. Like, Adam Sessler gave it a 5 out of 5, and he's like, I have never played a Forza game. He gave Forza a 5 out of 5? He was enamored with that game. But I guess one, it one thing more than Forza Stars. Oh, Shaw. Ah! Does he really like the leather interiors because they're so fucking real? <laughs> what about your Drivatar, guys? What about your Drivatar? Yeah, he, he really liked Drivatar, and I'm still like, I still don't get Drivatar. I don't know I get what, what it is. I, get, I know what it is. It's like it based off of people's actual, like, if somebody usually will take a corner really tight, then that AI will start doing that. And apparently it's fascinating because a lot of driving games you see it as being like the NPCs tend to go in a straight line after each other Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I don't I guess I have to play it before I I can comment I just have a really hard time seeing any this is my bias against racing games it's like I don't know how a racing game can be 5 out of 5 same but I mean that's also like yeah yeah, our own individual things because I've been in like an EV games before where there was a guy who was like wanted to try both of the different like um steering wheel controllers for his racing games and he was like mm-hmm. in the store like trying and like trying it out and I was like dude that can't so intense about this but yeah. he would probably be the person with the five out of five. Well yeah. to each their own. Yeah. One bad thing about that uh with Forza is the microtransactions. People are not happy about the way they imp- implemented it there. It's a case where everything is apparently available in-game, mm-hmm. but you grind for it. Ugh. And people have been saying that the grind is insane. Yeah, I'm sorry, but if you're paying $60 for a game, there should not be microtransactions. I, 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 Unless it's horse armor. 
Or like <laughs> fuck horse armor, god damn it! That's true, but to pay sixty bucks to then be forced to grind for stuff that you kind of already paid for, in yeah, the is a little bit. I think it's yeah. okay if like you can play five games and then you've got a pretty big unlock, or you can build up points and then you can buy specific things. Yeah, with but that, your that's how a lot of that's games fine. work. Yeah. Apparently, this one is it, that is exactly what it is. It's a grind, which yeah, sixty dollars and then to. Like maybe that's what driving game fans want. Maybe though. it is. Maybe it is. Right? Maybe they're like, oh, you know what? I need to. I need to get that turn at a sickening seventy degrees, yo. Yeah. That's how I'm, <laughs> I'm sure they also fans. describe it as a sickening seventy degrees. Is that, is uh, that a thing? I don't know. That's what a drag queen drives a car, probably. Good Lord. <laughs> Yeah. Sickening 70. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, so Forza got really good reviews. That was like the best reviewed game for the Xbox yeah. One. And yeah. then Rise... Um, got mainly negative. Basically, it got it, it got a lot of the same as Knack. And I'm... Okay, first off, I'm really pissed off of people describing games that like are expected to be pretty good and then getting mediocre or kind of poorish reviews as now being Knacked. <laughs> That's super I, shady. I am like, ugh. I like that. I know funny. so many people because then somebody I know uh, when the Rise reviews came out, and this is somebody who's getting an Xbox One, was like, "Oh man, Rise got knacked." Well, then, well, Shut up. To be honest, the like, two games do have a lot in common. They're not Call of Duty, and they're not a racing game. They're the, sort of the this is a new IP that yeah, we're they, trying. They both were, yeah, and they, they were both sort of that new thing that. Like Sony was doing in that Microsoft, Microsoft and they yeah. both kind of got. Eh. It's like getting zombie-ued, basically. Yeah, yeah. This is it. This is it. Yeah. These are the three games: zombie-ued, yeah, yeah, yeah. rise, and, and, and if X and if Microsoft and Sony fans weren't so indignant about Nintendo, they could just call say everything got Wii U'd. I mean, sorry, zombie-ued. Zombie yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but that's what every. I mean, can the, you believe that two of the highest reviewed games for the new consoles were Forza Motor, Motorsport Five and Need for Speed Rivals are like the two yeah. like highest percentage rated. Well, I guess with driving games... Okay, again, my ignorance, but like, you just have to make the cars look really cool and handle the turns really real. And that's something that you... <laughs> James right? said that with like no emotion on his face. It's it was really It's just a matter cool. of fact. The yeah, one I, thing, I, agree, I agree. The one thing that you can really get is the incredibly realistic-looking cars, and that's something that's very... E I, I think is very easy to do with the... With new tech, as opposed to something like an Elder Scrolls game, which could look prettier, but the main thing is working out how to... Uh, get more characters or stuff on yeah. screen at I, once. Whereas a, whereas a car game is, let's make those cars look... You're also on a track. That's yeah, the point. Exactly. Like, that, like, like I, you don't drive off the track and go exploring. Also, what what is up with like <laughs> oh this God. car overload right now? Because we've got Gran Turismo 6 coming out. Which also, by the way, why is it coming out for PS3? Because I, the install base is still big. But it should yeah. also be like, okay, fine, have it on PS3. But also, maybe have it... On PS4, there's probably an agreement. It's with like Microsoft it's also like how Bandai. No, no, no. Gran Turismo is a Sony exclusive. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking Forza. Sorry. See, they all they're all the same. But it's like how Bandai Namco says they're not going to make Tales games for PS4 for a while they're until there's an install on. base for it. But I mean, if you look at it this way, like PS4 has had already over a million in sales, which and the Xbox One the same, and yeah. GameStop and many of the other places have said. Like, look, we've seen more sales in the one day on this console than we saw in, like, the first six, eight yeah. months, mm -hmm. year of the previous system, right? I mean, the install base on these is already huge. This took, like, 
a year to achieve this with yeah. the other consoles. And so they might start now, but the point is the development cost of next gen is so high that you're not going to take that true. risk three months before. Like you're not going to take true. the risk before the console launches. You're just not. And I, I get that, but the other thing too would be um, if you've got. Uh, None of these consoles are backwards compatible. So if you kind of dedicate to going to the next gen, and let's say you get rid of your old gen system, I feel like people in certain ways um, right now, they might not, like with the Tales game, right? You might not say, oh, I need my Tales in 1080p. You just want to be able to play it on your PS4 That's without having thing. to go back to your old PS3 controller and on your PS3, like, you know... Mm -hmm. um, there's no backwards compatibility. If there was, then I would say, like, oh, keep going with that for as long as you'd like. But I always thought without backwards compatibility for them, it's a bit less of a reason to develop for the new gen. Because if you tell because, because, like, PS4 has been around for like seven years. Right? Three. Right. Sorry. Sorry. PS3 has been around for like seven years now, right? Mm -hmm. So even if you work on a Tales game, like, a year before it launches, the, the install base a year into the PS4, I don't know, maybe it's going to surprise everybody and sell a million units a month. Uh, maybe it will, but I just don't see it. In many people's minds, traditionally, you don't see it getting to that point where it's going to have the same install base as a PS3 within the first year of life. So for them, if they're working on Zillia 3, it still makes sense to put them on the PS3. It's supposed to put on the PS4 where you know nobody with a PS3 could play it. This is just... Or even if they made it for a PS... Yeah. I get, this is the thing that's going to be weird for me is going back and playing things on my PS3 because now I really really like the PS4 controller. Yeah, even though I really so like the better. PS3, I really like the PS3 controller. It's really I'm one of the few. I hate but... the PlayStation 3 controller. I know, I know, you're me, you're everybody, and it sucks, and I'm sorry, but like <laughs> anyway, I like it, and now I don't know what's going to happen. Like going back to play, I kind of wish I I could just pop in my PS3 game into mm -hmm. my PS4 and use that controller. Like, I, I don't... I just want to use the controller with those games. That's it. Mm, but I can't. And it sucks and I'm sad, so... I guess <laughs> that. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess moving on in next generation news, Michael, you want to talk about the Wii U Brit bundle? Oh, yeah. This thing is fucking insane. It was just <laughs> something I saw and I... I couldn't get over and it, it tied back to another story i think we covered a few months ago mm -hmm. but um so in england right now they have a wii u bundle where for 299 pounds you get the deluxe wii u with new super mario bros u new super luigi u uh super mario 3d world um a uh the mario wii controller like the branded red the controller yeah, yeah, yeah the the wii remote and um a mario hat for two hundred and ninety nine pounds. Wow! Look so, at all those things that I don't want. Yeah, that's what Cameron said. Cameron's <laughs> yeah. like, look, it's a bundle that I absolutely do not want. But it. But is, that is impressive. It's as a high hell. volume. That is a lot like, of stuff. That that is like, oh my god, the amount of stuff that that you get with that is crazy. And I was saying like, why is this England specific? And if we remember back to. Um, September when uh, uh, Wind Waker HD came out. Right. Wind Waker HD um, boosted the sales of the Wii U 536% in England. Yeah. Or something over 500%. Yeah. And so I feel like they're finding that the Wii U isn't selling super well in England. No, it's a really big Xbox country. Right. Somehow and, it just went that way. Yeah. Hmm. Despite the fact that they don't have like the cable... Like, they do have cable. Yeah, they but, they, cable, they, but there wouldn't but be the yeah. integration yeah, with the like Xbox One. Yeah, it's not strong one, at so. all, yeah. So, but with, with that, I think that they're trying to sell a console like this, <laughs> where even if it's at a bit of a loss, it's something that uh, 
you know, they're getting the install base in that country. Yeah. So they're trying to make it like as crazy as possible. Chris, so I'll be yeah. curious to see what what how how that sells and maybe what the Wii U sales are right. as a result. Obviously Christmas is really big there, right? Bigger than probably in most countries. Um I mean, I guess as a parent, it's one of those bundles that it's hard to say no to. If, mm-hmm. you're, if you're randomly just buying your kid a video game console, I don't know how much that happens anymore in recession eras, but, you know, you look at it, it's 300 bucks for a console, all these games, well, if you think hats, about it, controllers, like, you, you know. You put it as a way where you say to your kid who may want, like, a, a new system because, like, the PS4 is out, right? Mm-hmm. Or even the Xbox One. Okay, three ninety nine. You just got the system and the one controller, yeah. right? Or Xbox One, four ninety nine system, one controller. Or for two ninety nine, you get the Wii U, three games, and the extra controller, and a little hat for them too. I know, like it's cute. It's a good. It's very easy to value. spread those out over multiple boxes too. So that's it looks true. <laughs> you could like unpack it and like put, put the hat in yeah, there, stuff it. Right, like Soccer. there's so much. You could have a huge Mario themed Christmas for your yeah, little kid. Like I think, cute. yeah, I guess for kids with their own agency, like they get the allowance or they work a part time job, then they can put put their money wherever they want. You know, if if it's not a great value for three ninety nine compared to the two ninety nine. Well, I just think about but it I this way: it's for parents that maybe are buying for yeah. kids that don't have their own funds totally like if i think about shut with them up for six months my ps4 i had to spend all that money on the console and then more on games and then more on another controller whereas you get all of that with the one it's it's a nice little bundle but that's all i'll say there so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i guess that's it for the news this week not much happens games came out x1 came out a lot of happened but we were just not there yeah, we're just not <laughs> we were not on board yet. I'm a bit afraid that we're going to be in a bit of a drought now. Like, what else is really happening? Yeah, there was... Uh, like, the load we'll has be been shot, those as games. it were. Ew. Well, no. No. no but Don't ew. I mean, we'll be playing those <laughs> games, but it's games that everyone has been talking about for, like, mm. a year now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just imagine, I guess, in December... Well, the next, next big game for me, at least, is Watch Dogs. And does that... Did February. they just... It's February? Is they it actually, confirmed for Feb? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, I feel like they're just going to... Oh, I just still pretend it doesn't happen. <laughs> I still felt so bad because it it's it's on the back of the PS4. Box. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so awkward. Like it's the main yeah. image on the back of the PS4 box is Watch Dogs. It was yeah. a big reason why a good chunk of people pre-ordered. Yeah, yeah, awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exciting, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure Sony was really glad about the fact that they put it on the back of their box and then yeah. it got fucking pulled. Yeah. Great for them. Well, on that awkward note, we'll take a break and give everybody a bit of a moment to get over how awkward that is. And take a moment of silence for Cameron's mouse. I don't think you want. I'm already over it. <laughs> I'm going to go get a better one. Yay! All right, we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Hello again. We are back. You missed me slurping water. Yeah. It was amazingly awkward. It sounded like a reverse water slide. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, girls, with the PS4 and the Wii U and the X1 officially launched, we are now all officially in next gen. 
the so, future is now slash last year slash last week yeah. slash next year whenever you get it yeah you're if up. you're if you're elsewhere then maybe the future is not now but we will go back to the, the future. future can be now for everybody the wii u is out in every country yeah that well that's future. sort of like a that's less the future and more a sidestep in reality into its own special dimension where everything is amazing sorry i didn't mean that to be condescending i literally oh whatever i'm not no yeah i literally mean that as nintendo not being and it's it's not going for next generation in the same way it's going in its own way and i think that's the right thing for nintendo to do right like, let's be honest it, it does very well at doing its own thing you're still a shady bitch <laughs> oh, fuck it what do they, they always say it's not next generation it's nintendo it's, generation no they say it's new generation oh that's cute <laughs> I like the little tongue click. <laughs> Take some of that, hunties. Anyways, um, we at VG Realness believe that uh, it's always good to respect your history and respect your past and respect your elders. Your history. Your history. <laughs> so, before we finally throw out our PS3s and Xbox 360s, because that's what Wii's, you do. That that's why you need backwards compatibility. Is because once you buy a new one, you immediately have to throw out. To your be fair, old a lot of people trade in their old systems to get new systems. Which is like, how much are you going to get for an Xbox 360 at this point? Like well, it depends on it depends on what kind of well, Xbox 360. <laughs> but sometimes on at EB Games, when they're like opening yeah. pre-orders for next gen, they'll say, "Oh, bring in your old one, and we'll give you an additional 30%. The Sunday before PS4 launched, they were giving an extra ninety. If you were trading in anything to a See? PS4, See? it does happen. Does. It does happen. Ninety percent. Like I traded in, not not for my PS4, yeah. but my old PS3 was like dying, so I got a slim one last year, mm-hmm. and my six-year-old PS3 traded in for a hundred and twenty dollars. Oh my god! Six-year-old. That's really good. Like well, okay, I take it back. Go sell your consoles, so guys. If you got an extra really nine, so if you got an extra ninety percent on that, wow. your six-year-old console got you over 200 bucks that's that's fucking nuts that's shocking i did not realize that sorry guys i take it back it was only for <laughs> Don't certain sell your PS3s, consoles. though so oh yeah. my god i don't know why well you know since we have now all traded our consoles back for 90 percent on top of what they would originally give you wink wink <laughs> pv games canada um we thought it'd be a good idea to you know take a last look at what we enjoyed about last generation um so let's start off with our favorite console no, console, singular. We yeah. force you all to pick of last gen. Cameron, I think I know your answer, but you can start. Xbox 360, it was the only one. Well, I did own a Wii for a while, and then I only played Brawl on it, and then I was like, okay, this is stupid. Did you give it to your sister? <laughs> I gave it to my sister. Oh. So technically, I still owe it, because she's like, whenever you want it back, and I'm like, I don't want it back. <laughs> it's still in the Keeks family. Yeah. <laughs> no, no worries. Um... Yeah, Xbox 360. It was the only one I really owned, and I really played a lot of my favorite games were on Xbox 360. Was it really just was it just the games really that sold you on the 360, or what else was? Yeah, because what I wanted to play was Mass Effect, which at the beginning was only on <laughs> 360. Let's have a moment. Let's be honest. For Michael and I, game of last generation was Mass Effect, Mass Effect Two, Mass Effect Three. Let's be honest. We and talked then throw about... in Mass Effect 3 Citadel DLC yeah. and the Biathan DLC. Yeah. And, oh. yeah. We've okay. talked those games to death. <laughs> I know. To anyone at home, you know we love these games. Those were our game of 
the last generation. I just let's talk about other twenty-seven things. page research paper on that, and it was oh, really Jesus. good. I read it; it was really well done. Thanks. He's trying to get it published, so maybe at some yeah. point you'll get to read it. Is there like a video game journal that you could get published? Yeah, in? yeah. There's a few, so I'm looking. Really? At yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry, Cameron. So it's yeah, so just I, the games. I, I got like, it what, from Mass what Effect. What convinced you? Was it when Mass Effect came out that you bought a three hundred and sixty? Uh, no, or? I my brother had a three hundred and sixty, and he got Mass Effect for Christmas, and I played it nonstop. Like he didn't even get oh. to play it. I while I was home visiting my parents, I just played it. So wait, so Mass Effect was Mass Effect something you knew about, or was it just the fact that your brother? I had never played? heard about it until he got that game, and I was like, oh, that oh looks my neat. God. And then I took it over, I and then I went and got it different. for PC. And then I got it, because my PC at the time was pretty bad, after a while I finally buckled, bought a 360, mm-hmm. got that in Saints Row. I don't know if the original Saints Row was available on PlayStation, I assume it was, but... I think it was in the end, but... Did I got it for a 360. Huh. Yeah. That's so interesting. Did you ever do Gib saves on Mass Effect? Sorry, guys. Uh, n- no. I might once I actually, because I will, I've, I still have... Mass Effect 1 on PC. At some point, I'm going to get Mass Effect 2 and Mass Effect 3 on PC as well. Mm-hmm. Because masochist, I guess, whatever. <laughs> fuck, fuck money. <laughs> um, you'll never so get a, a masochist. Ah! God damn it, that is two. Two. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll give you one more yeah. and then you're off. And then you're out of this podcast. <laughs> fuck. Sorry, continue. Anyway, yeah, that was a whole side note, but um, 360 for you. Yep. And, How about you, Michael? Uh, I, did you have anything else to add? Uh, later. Okay. <laughs> Shady. Um, PS3 for me. Uh-huh. Um, and why? Um, I don't know. I just... I, I loved the console. I thought, like, you know, there were a lot of really good games on it. There's... I don't know. There's something about the way it looks. I really liked the DualShock 3 controller. Right. Like, really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And my original PS3 played PS2 games, so that was a really nice thing for me oh, too. Right. Oh, yeah. And um, and then another reason why I had traded it was because um, all of the PS2 games that I kept it for mm-hmm. had gotten re-released on PS3, and I was like, trophies. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you okay, that trophies. can that can go. So um, yeah, I. Uh, I'm trying to think, do I need to give, like, a, a game that sold me on well, it or why curious, I like, got well, it? Like, when you were, so, kind of, I just remember when E3 was happening way before 2000, I guess, 5 it was, and everybody mm-hmm. was revealing their consoles, you know, were you day, were you day one for PS3? No, I was okay. close to day one for Wii. Okay. I was, like, a week after launch for a Wii. A week? <laughs> a week? <laughs> ah! That's three, we're both off, okay. <laughs> well, no, that's my one. Okay. <laughs> but like, what when, what made you go and buy the PS3 finally? Um, I don't necessarily. I think it was just there were certain games on the PS3 that I wanted to get. I couldn't even tell you. Oh, Metal Gear Solid Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here's how it happened. Here's how it happened. I'd never played any of the Metal Gear Solid games, mm-hmm. and then there was a PS2, um, not bundle, but like a game like box that you could get of Metal Gear Solid for PS1 and then Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. And I played through all of those and then um I wanted to play Metal Gear Solid 4 mm-hmm. and um so I got a PS3 and I specifically and this was a few months after PS3 had launched and they'd already launched the new 80 gig one that emulated PS2 games but it didn't do all of them. Right. And I specifically wanted like a like original 
could play all PS2 games. Mm-hmm. Once I bought it on eBay. Um, oh. Uh, a used oh, one. I no, I, I bought it on eBay, used, worked amazing for all that time. Yeah, so just like years. my own. It was perfect. And uh, yeah, so that's why I got it. And then I owned, as I said, I owned a Wii before I owned uh, a PS3. Mm-hmm. And I actually got rid of my Wii just after I got my PS3, mainly because there was not much coming out yeah. for it. So yeah. I played Galaxy and I played, you know, Twilight Princess and and whatnot. I think I got my PS3 like a year after okay. um, it came out, or maybe a year and a half after it came out. And uh, yeah, so when I traded in my Wii and all of its games, and there was some sort of crazy promo, so I got four hundred and something dollars. You're so really I had, good at finding those. Yeah. So I had I had PS3 games supplied for like a year for free, basically. Wow. Damn. Um, and did you end up buying a Wii back, or did you buy Wii games to play on your Wii U? Yeah, I bought Wii games to play on my Wii U. Oh, so right. I was excited for the backwards compatibility on Wii U. Right. But. Cool. Um, well, I guess I have to say, so the I only played two consoles of last gen. I played Wii and PS3, and I played more on my Wii. So the Wii has, I guess, by default that way is my favorite console. Oh, we each have a different gen. one. Yeah, I, I knew it would work. Diversity. Out this way. I knew it would work out this way, so I thought it would be great. Um, I had never ever bought my own console before. Like they were always gifted to me for birthdays or for Christmas. Um, but when I saw E3 2005, 2006, I think was the better year for mm-hmm. Nintendo. I was like, okay, there's some really cool shit here. I'm yeah. Like, specifically, Metroid Prime 3 Corruption. Mm. Like, just, I, I loved, um, you know, the motion integration, the fact that you could, like, turn the lock, like how Sam's <laughs> hand turns the lock. I thought oh, that that's, was super cool. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It was, and I was, and I was in university at the time, and it was just, it was a lot of fun. Um, and I actually wasn't going to step out and buy it myself, but, you know, I've already told the story on the podcast. My parents had trouble finding it, so 60 bucks and a couple burnouts, you know, we ended up getting a week mailed to us from Connecticut. Um, (laughs) um, but I, yeah, I don't know. The thing that always attracted it, attracted me to it, I guess was price point. One of them, it was a Mm -hmm. cheaper one to buy. Yeah. Significantly. Yeah. PS3 launched at $5.99. I know. That was, yeah. Can we whenever we talk about how expensive the Xbox One was, let's go back and remember PlayStation Three. It was so expensive. Well, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty launched at the same price as PS Three. I thought it was a hundred less. I thought they were the same price. Oh, well, regardless, four ninety nine, five ninety nine to me, like for for me at that time, was it's still, still too, much. too much. And for my yeah. parents, like, no, like we're putting you through university, we're not buying you a freaking yeah. six hundred dollars yeah. system. It's just too expensive. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but the thing that always attracted me to it is I've been playing Nintendo consoles since I was, like, four. So mm-hmm. there was that, but also I had become much more of a casual gamer at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone was playing Call of Duties and Halos and stuff like that. I was still looking for the Marios and the Wii Sports. So. Yeah, I mean, when when I was playing my Wii, because I, I got yeah. a Wii, like, like I said, right near launch, and I got it to play Twilight Princess, because that kept getting delayed on GameCube until they were like, it's yeah. a launch title! Yeah. And, <laughs> so I got it for that, and then um, for Galaxy. Yeah. Um, which note. came out later. Yeah. Did anyone else play Twilight Princess on the GameCube? No. I played part of it. My friend got it for GameCube, mm-hmm. and I watched him play it, and it's funny, because it doesn't look any different between it GameCube no. and, and it controls 100% better, and Link is left 
left-handed. So that's true. It's I will say I tried on, it on Wii both. or on GameCube. On GameCube. Which, well, okay, because on Wii it's it's flip flop because yeah, most people the, are right-handed, yeah, which makes yeah. sense. I don't ju- I don't begrudge them for yeah. that. But I will say I I always thought that the GameCube version was like the real. That it was is Twilight the real version. version. It is the I don't know. Version. I I don't. I liked it on GameCube or on, not on GameCube on on Wii, Wii because. Um, the way that you uh, controlled it there, there wasn't much waggle. It was still A to attack. And that's yeah. what pissed me off about Skyward Sword. Is right. I could never... I feel like when I sit down to play Skyward Sword, I have to like be engaged. Mm. And I have to work. Because I have to move my wrist. And I have to time my shots and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Gamer problems. Yeah. yeah. And, I and, actually have to work for success. And I just want to sit yeah. there and and press the A button to yeah. do an attack. Yeah. I don't want to have to be like, okay, up, now down, and then forward. And yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I can see that. Happen. So, yeah. But yeah, no, there was always a steady stream of games for me on Wii. Like, it was Twilight Princess, and then I think after that it was Brawl. And then it was like the Super Mario games, both Super Mario Galaxy Bros. and Galaxy 2. And Galaxy, Galaxy 2. I never got uh, new Super Mario Bros. Oh, well, we played it all the time at Dalvin's house oh, yeah. a couple of years ago before, before Phil ruined it for everybody. Yeah, I, I didn't like it though. Like, it was, I don't know. The first, one, the first one was hard. The second, and then it just got kind of old. And then there was like a good stream of RPGs towards the end of it. Last that Story and Xenoblade, yeah. which hit like last minute. So I don't know. There was always a steady stream. But I did buy a PS3, um, like, I guess when I moved back. So 2005, 2009. No, later than that. It 2011. Yeah. I was old. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, so I've only had my PS3 for two years, yep. really. Wow. Um, I was late to the game. And I bought it. Poor. The Blu-ray player. Yep. Huh. That's because yep. it was a cheap Blu-ray player. Yeah. I mean, the Blu-ray players were cheaper at that time. They're only a hundred bucks. But then I also wanted to play like Final Fantasy Thirteen. <laughs> Came sorry, with sorry me to go buy that. it. Oh, yeah. We bought our TV and the PS3 right. at the same time. I bought mine. And oh, he wow. was on. He went with me to buy it when I first moved back. Yeah. So you could play Final Fantasy Thirteen. I was so <laughs> disappointed, guys. I'm sorry. Like you oh. don't even understand. I was like, I spent. I guess it was two ninety nine at the time. The mm-hmm. PS three. It wasn't the slim. It was still the the one between the old fat ones. No, no, that's slim. a slim. The new one is a super slim. Oh Jesus! Uh, I have I have a slim like you do too. Okay, I have that slim. I don't have the top loading slim. I have that's a way better PS three though than the new one. Like it looks way better and and the new one looks kind of plastic. Like, super basic. Basic. Anyways, yeah. I spent 300 bucks on that. I bought a flat screen TV, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to borrow Final Fantasy thirteen from Dalvin, and it's going to be amazing, and I'm going to play it. <sighs> so, actually, I have to be honest. Like, people might hate me for this, but, like, after I played thirteen, I was kind of like, yeah, I don't want to touch this console much anymore. Well, it was just I had so much. Like that's the only reason you had put so much on it. Wow. Well, PlayStation One and Two, right? Like Mm -hmm. my my experiences are all Square Enix games. Yeah. The awesome cinematics and that, and then so then I put in Final Fantasy Thirteen, and I was like, really ruined it for you, huh? I was like, yeah. Oh, but then I played Uncharted. Which yeah. is the one oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. that I really feel like I missed out on last generation that I think I would have loved. I but think I never you should. I think if you can ever, I mean, you can maybe borrow mine or whatever, but you really should play it because I put it on super easy mode so that shooting wasn't hard. Like you could right. shoot them in the arm and they would die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fingernail! <laughs> yeah, because ah. yeah. for me, like the shooting is, has nothing to do with. Yeah, and those it's games get really tough at the end, mm-hmm. like unexpectedly yeah. tough. But yeah. but great game, Drake is. 
super Na- not Drake Nathan Nathan, no, Drake. Nathan, Nathan Drake. Drake yeah so he's super cute yeah. Yeah. oh and especially in the third one when he's got this little scarf yeah. and whatnot like, and, he's, and like, he's like hey girl I'm a pilot driving around but anyways great games great games yeah. all around though. yeah okay so go around again so for that one favorite console I want each of you to name like the best moment you had with that console oh damn like there's, everyone has that one moment of awe mm-hmm. with their favorite console. Maybe a, a few, but what is the one that really sticks out in your mind? Okay. Um, mine is going to be in Mass Effect 3. Yes. And for all that I have a lot of great moments, I think this one ties in more with something that I think that last generation really pushed was online. Uh-huh. Especially with Xbox Live. Yes. A lot of people can shit on it for having to pay for it, but because you were paying for it, Xbox Live was generally very consistent right like the online plan on xbox compared to playstation which was spotty often and especially when it launched oh and you know credit card eating kind of thing Um, remember when everyone's personal information got leaked and they're like here's some free games you can download forgive us (laughs) we all forgot that yeah (laughs) so i think my greatest moment in mass effect 3 multiplayer was that game gets really intense in the last few rounds whenever there's just so much stuff. I was playing a Vanguard and the rest of my team was back at the landing zone trying to get out. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, fuck it, you guys go on. And I went and I charged into a Banshee and there's brutes all around me. And I'm just like pounding everything. And and then I stopped and there was all, there's like two dead brutes, a Banshee dead and then a bunch of Marauders. I'm just like, I am amazing. I and guess losing a shit right now. And then, that is insane. You don't even realize how tough all of those enemies at yeah. once are. Oh yeah, in the oh multiplayer, it gets. It, I will say the multiplayer is far more difficult than the single player because they just pile so much. But it was just such an awesome moment because then there's these people that are actual players that are back there, like counting on me to like take it all down. That's fucking insane. But vanguards get yeah. really close to those enemies. Yeah, too. they that's are the meant way, to be yeah. up there, and they're just yeah. So those kind of moments with online, that's where I think last generation, especially with the Xbox 360, that's where I thought that show really shone. That's great. How about you, Michael? What's your awe moment? (laughs) The moment you'll remember for years to come about your PS3. Okay, okay. I I do. I'm trying to think. But I have actually... A moment that had to do with my Xbox 360. Okay, well, let's start. Let's do um, that. I'll start. I start with that because I do have one for PS3. So with that, <laughs> with with my 360, it was um, the downloadable game Explosion Man, and oh my that god, game I forgot about was that game. So much fun, and playing that with another person <sighs> it was like true multiplayer bliss like you had to you had to work so cooperatively with that so mm-hmm. no for Phil but um, <laughs> Phil's um, never even been on here no no but, <laughs> well, uh, Phil on at some point and then he can defend himself for his terrible yeah the trial of Phil He'll just walk on, go over it, and that's it. So, um, yeah, Explosion Man was just so fantastic. And the, the cooperation, like, when you'd beat a boss, or it, it really had, like, a fantastic feel to it, and, and it was very cooperative, and mm-hmm. it still had that couch play, and I'm missing that a lot of games now are like, yeah, you can do co-op, but not together. Like, yeah. it must be somebody online, and that to me... And yep, I will say that was the pitfall of the online plan. For all that I loved it, we the further into the console 
cycle we got, the further away from the let's all sit down and play Castle Crashers and yell at each oh, other. That was fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that that I miss. Um, as for my PS3, I don't know. I, God. I really okay. <sighs> Michael's grape bleeding right now. <laughs> what? Oh, 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 oh. But I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Um, so, uh, <laughs> poor creep. I know. That poor woman. Well, she cheated. So she deserved <laughs> Cheaters never prosper. BG realness, rule number one. Um, yeah, so, okay. I'm, I think uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, um, when I was playing Mass Effect 3 recently yeah. on my PS3 and I had I had Sorry. never <laughs> I had never played the Citadel DLC from Mass Effect uh-huh. 3 uh-huh. so this was only two months ago and there was so much fan service it in was, that DLC and the story yeah. for it was awesome and then throwing the party and everything and and there were so many jokes and it was just like tying together this whole series that I'd spent years playing and then months replaying. Mm-hmm. And it was like a really emotional, but lots of like laugh out loud, like giggling or like screaming from excitement and whatnot. And yeah. so it was really good. And it felt like, you know, especially at the time I was playing it only a couple months ago, it felt like a send off for those characters and that series at the time yeah. and kind of for like the generation Aww. too. Um, that was, yeah, really special, and, uh, I'll definitely remember that. Yeah, and if anyone has played Mass Effect 3, and even if you got really upset about the ending, you really need to play Citadel, because it is made for you. It's yeah. not made to be a game, it's made for to you, let you yeah. f- have closure. Yeah. Which a lot of people felt the and, Mass Effect didn't have. And I would also say, like, if you were upset with the Mass Effect 3 ending, I would say get the Leviathan DLC, download the extended cut, and yeah. do the Citadel DLC. Like, yeah. I do, hate saying do go that. and buy like, all these things. I know, but, but it it's so cool. worth it. Like, because the Leviathan yeah. adds to the ending of the extended cut, and the extended cut does a much better job with yeah. the ending and tying things up. But then Citadel is just like. It's so emotional. Right. And so good. Um, See, that's why I feel like I don't need to even go next gen yet because there's so many gems. Exactly. Like, I'm still stuck on two, right? Yeah. I know. Basically. It's okay. It just takes a long time. It takes a long time. Don't worry. Like, I, I, I'm about to go to Omega, but then I need to finish everybody else's yeah. stories first before I can go to Omega. Or yeah. Whatever. So and then there's still PS3 and then all this DLC. Yeah. Sorry, Mass Effect 3 and all this DLC. Dragon yeah. Age 2. Like, there's still yeah. so much loaded yeah. in last gen that I have yet to play. Yeah, last gen was great. And there's still stuff getting released. Like, there's yep. the Tales of Symphonia Chronicles, which I'm excited to replay. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to play that. I'm excited for Tales of Symphonia because that for me on the previous generation that was held a, like yeah. the I that know. like formative moment. I almost um, want to just buy the GameCube one and play that. I could lend it to you. Do you but, have it? Yeah. Because I lost my copy, so alright. Girl, um, and then I one other yeah, tiny little ahead, PS3 thing. Yep. Um Metal Gear Solid 4, I played that game so much, and this is before there were trophies, so I was doing this just because I wanted to. <laughs> I played through the game and I um, beat it so that I got like the the stealth camouflage and then the bandana which gave you infinite ammo and whatnot. And I got through <laughs> bandana of infinite <gasps> ammo. Yeah, Amazing. it was okay, fucking crazy. But I got through the game. I did like a speed run in an hour and a half, and that to me was like, <laughs> I was so impressed with myself for like just being able to do that. I'd yeah. never, I'd never 
had the inclination or the, or the urge to do anything like that. And also because it was before no trophies, it was like purely for my own self-satisfaction. And, right. and I, I haven't gotten that much since, so. <laughs> That's great. Um, well, I guess I have one moment for Wii and then I kind of have one for Prius 3. So I was thinking back, I was looking back, and I just closed my eyes and think, okay, what do I remember? So for Wii, it was definitely Super Mario Galaxy. So the orchestrated music and that first moment, as we said, when you just get launched into space, and mm -hmm. you, you leave, I guess, what their version of Earth is, mm -hmm. and you go in and you realize how big they've made the game, despite you being stuck on planetoids. Um, just everything about it, there's still this magical vibe around it. The gravity, the ability to float, the music, the sounds. I don't know. I always remember that. that that's always going to be one of those games that I uh, go back to. But here's Rosalina, the... like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, her stupid Rosalina. space voice. Ooh. <laughs> she sounds like a librarian. <laughs> she will read you to filth. Um, but she kind of would. Uh, but you know, here's the odd thing about that game. I tried to play it the other day. I can't find it. What do you mean? So someone has my Mario Galaxy 1 and 2. Oof. Gonna go on so, uh, <laughs> the hunt for Mario Galaxy. I don't know who has it, but I wanted to play it yesterday. Well, <laughs> girl, if for some reason it is lost, at least Galaxy One is fourteen ninety nine used, and Galaxy Two recently came down in price to like twenty nine bucks. Okay, and it's still like part of Nintendo Selects or whatever. Both you of them are now. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, I could buy it there. Um, and then the PS Three moment, I remember so. Maybe when I play Mass Effect 3, I will have it, but I have yet to have my awe moment with PS3, really, because something didn't work out. Um, <laughs> Final Fantasy XIII. <laughs> the one thing I will say is that I forget which Uncharted it is, but it's the one where you find Shangri-La. Second. Second one. And then at the end when Shangri-La is falling apart. Oh, wait, maybe third? Maybe three. I don't know, but I remember like all the buildings toppling and there's quicksand everywhere. Yeah, that's run, third, third, And third. you have to hop across the buildings and everything's just being decimated. That and the music's great and there's this sense of suspense, which I had never ever felt before in a video game for a long time. Yeah, so that's kind of my favorite moment in the PS3 days. Okay, so then to wrap this all up, Two points from each of you. What was your highlight? But I think, Cameron, you wanted to actually go in a little bit deeper with this. I don't know. Maybe not. You're making a face now. Uh, no. Um, what's no. the highlight of last gen and what's the low light of last gen? I will say, from just in, a, like, in terms of everyone, not just myself, Yeah. Gears of War was both the high point and the low point. Gears of War really brought in cover-based shooting. It had been done before. Right. But Gears of War really did it So that's well. like the hide and shoot mechanic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 And as a result of that, and then the finessing of it in like Gears of War 2, I think Mass Effect, for example, was much better as a result mm -hmm. of it. Some people might disagree saying that they preferred Mass Effect 1 over Mass Effect 2. I think I don't agree, but whatever. And there were other games that were able to either incorporate it or build their own game based off of cover-based shooting. But I will also say that that is also the low point because a lot of last generation was cover-based shooting and a lot of it was bad. Like, stuff like Kane and Lynch, which was just... Oh! oh. You know they're going to make a movie out of that game? Really? No! Nobody even liked that game! I'm sorry if your ears just started bleeding with my yell there. Yeah. Like, no, oh. It doesn't look like it's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, is that the one where GameSpot got paid? It got revealed that they got paid to review it really high? It? Oh, God. Yeah. It was... Know. Yeah, I think it was that game. Damn. It was that game, that, right? Like, was... everyone else was like 6.5 and they're like, oh, it's a 9 out of 10. Yeah. 
but yeah. Yeah, so a lot of, there ended up being a lot of games that rather than being built around having a neat concept or a neat story, it was based around let's have cover-based shooting and that was their gameplay. Oh, and that became like, like it's it just a game a where you cover and then shoot. Yeah, so that was my thing. Aside from online, which I touched, it, yeah. touched on before, cover-based shooting, both the high point and the low point of last generation. Two birds with one stone girl. No kidding. Efficiency. How about you, Michael? My high points have to go with like the storytelling that mm-hmm. I was able to take away from the last generation, um, particularly the Mass Effect series. Yep. But I mean, even playing Uncharted had some awesome moments. And Dragon Age. I never played Dragon Age. I know, I know, I know. Um, but yeah, so that and then um, I'm trying to think what other games but there there's just been a lot and mm-hmm. and um uh you know being able to discuss it with people and sit here and kind of go yeah. through this makes me very nostalgic um <sighs> i would probably also agree with you on mario galaxy was like yeah. a, a high point mm-hmm. in terms of just the awe that yeah. that like inspires and then for a low point i can't really think of like any any like thing that was noticeably like mm. low um i guess i got a little disappointed i got a little disappointed on waggle stuff oh. for we like it yeah no, um yeah oh okay i have my low point game i have my low point <laughs> game oh my good god this like damaged my wrist um Soul Calibur Legends. Ah! Okay, first of all, I can't believe you bought that game. <laughs> I did. Like, I saw that game, and I was thinking, oh, it's Soul Calibur. Oh, no, knock off, knock no, me by. No, no, no. <laughs> abort, abort. Um, yeah, because the entire game is done through Waggle. Like, everything, right. and it's not even, like, finessed, like, like Skyward Sword. <laughs> it's just, like, this the whole time, and I hurt my wrist so fucking bad really? as a result like oh yeah so um that would be the low point and i guess just the fact that there was a lot of um ideas that on games for Wii you had to include a waggle yeah. component for that and i don't think that that's you know um i think that it it inspired some good things but also a lot of shit yeah mm-hmm. i would agree and moving that into connect and PlayStation Move, same sort of thing. For the most, there were some things that were good, but the vast majority were not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I have to agree with you sort of on your first high point. I feel like last gen really expanded gaming in in a lot of ways. It really did. So you had that sort of, even the whole casual Wii Sports thing, yeah, that exploded gaming, like grandma could play. Mm -hmm. Storytelling, types of games, mechanics that you could experience and experiment with, like that, Uh, that grew exponentially. For sure. Yep. And it really allowed a lot of new experiences and new audiences. But I feel like... So that's the high point for me about last gen. And I don't know if we're going to hit it this gen. Because of the low point for me where it was... While I think for us who are maybe more in the games for creative ideas and how fun they can be, it also expanded the group of like hardcore like FPS gamers. Like that yeah, and exploded that is yeah. over last gen. Mm-hmm. Like, like we saw like COD... Blops. That is COD. <laughs> COD MW, um, Battlefields, like all that. That's yeah. sort of really competitive 
blow people's heads off gaming really took off. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. And I think because that's where all the money is, as they realized from last gen, it's really fueled what happens this gen, mm-hmm. it seems, right? Like the new IPs that they've been trying this gen, like the Naps, I guess Rome kind of fits into it. You know, they're, they're sort of like a different way. They're trying to be a bit more innovative, more focused on story and new forms of gameplay, but they're not doing as well gun, yeah. as COD mm. or Killzone or Battlefield. Another low point here... Uh, gray and brown color. Oh, oh yeah. we forgot about that. Gray and brown. Right. Like, that was just... Uh, I will And, and it, it ties in with your previous point there, yeah. too, is, like, last generation went through some shooter fatigue. Yeah. Yep. Hardcore. Definitely. Hardcore. And yeah. and then there's there's things like this. So that, that would be... I will say, yeah. I'm almost glad that we went through, that we suffered through gray and brown, because now even developers are like, we can't... Let's get some fucking purple in here because even Killzone is colorful as heck. So it hopefully, much more. Hopefully, yeah. we'll get into some color. Yeah, yeah, some color, and then maybe something. I'm, I'm also hoping to see something a bit more stylized. Yes, like realistic graphics. Okay, I get it, but you know, like Mirror's Edge is technically real, yeah. but it's incredibly styled. Yeah. Well, there is that game coming out for Xbox One, Sunset Overdrive. Yes. that has oh, that yes. kind of stylization yeah, yeah, yeah. to it. So it's exciting to see these things. Yeah. I'm excited for next gen. Um, and I'm excited for, um, you know, ways that people take advantage of the new controllers, new whatnot. New like, new yeah, it, it invigorates people because after you get like two years from the end of a console generation, people stop making new IPs because they start making them for the next gen. Yeah. And so for the last couple of years, we've seen a lot of sequels. That's true. And now we got to see all that new stuff again that made us excited about the last gen. Yep. Yeah. So it's James- cool. I'm surprised for you that your low point for last generation was, let's, let's put it lightly, the utter fall of Square Enix. Oh my god, okay. They had a rough time of it. Yeah, I know. I mean, I wish... I, it's part of... It's because I need to stop shading on them. I know... Like, but no, but to be honest, they, they did not... Like, they still sold things, but... Yeah. At the end of the day, it just feels so blah. They had a high point in The World Ends With You. But yes, but that wasn't. See, it was a high point for us of those of us that played it. But like in terms of commercial success, they've like they they were decimated mm. in many ways. I I do agree that is a low. Like for me, the, actually the low light of maybe how gaming changed. I, I don't know. Maybe is what caused Square Enix to fail. I don't really know why they went the way they went. Like maybe they saw everything going towards like graphic and simplified casual gameplay but they did it all in really 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 wrong Weird. ways yeah. they spent so long on graphical stuff yeah. that it was just like artificial but that's not the right word but it was just like no it is art- it's superficial it was completely superficial, superficial right yeah, even the story did not make any sense and the characters names are like like, I can't even remember half the names. Lightning, the Snow. Like, Vanille. I love Vanille. Vanille! Like, listen, guys, I love her, but... Yeah, like, yeah, she's yeah, terrible. But instead of Cloud Strife, yeah. we've gone to, like, Vanille, Desezra, Vanessa, like, Philanthropa. Like, like, <laughs> Philanthropa. Like, I don't, like, what are these names? Like, guys, they're getting more ridiculous. Like, I'm I, so excited that, you know, after all of this, we get to continue with Fabula Novella Chrysalis into the next generation! Like, for me, oh like, God. that low point of gaming, I guess what I said about the FPS, but also that sort of, like, really, like, everybody focused in on what could sell. Yeah. Like, for me, Square Enix is collateral from that whole movement, right? Yep. You know, mm-hmm. everybody went one way into a funnel, 
And some people didn't get into that funnel properly. And Don't Square forget. Enix is one of them. They overflowed and kind of fell to the side. There was the funnel, and it resulted in Final Fantasy XIII being a tunnel. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> oh, oh! Is that number four? Well done! <laughs> I, no, Thanks. that one I'm on board with. That was a good thing. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, but that's right. We can't forget that Lightning Returns is still coming out. Yeah, let's forget about that. Which is Majora's Mask on crack. <laughs> <laughs> And on that. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. Um, it's again, been real. It's been real. You know, Delvin will be back next week to host and we'll talk about stuff that's currently happening. But we thought it'd be fun just to reflect on, you know, the past eight years of our lives. Together. So what were, listeners, I'm speaking to you, what, uh, what were your high points, low points? Yeah. What was the first console you got of the generation? Did you stick with that? Did you switch? Tweet us, Facebook us. Comment on the page. Reach us however you can, individually, together. And also, before we sign off, we have to do our shout-outs to our fellow sisters. Sisterhood. And the sisterhood of the Gamer in Me podcast, which includes... Chewing on that. Cooper Club. Cooper Club. Game Orange Lounge Louis, Radio. OLR. Game Bar. And I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> If we miss you, send your shade to James. Yeah, you can, you can send me the shade. I'll take it. But I will not re-edit this episode to put your name in. Sorry, that's just going to have to wait till next week. We'll say your name twice if we missed you. Yeah. All Love right. you. Thanks a lot, everybody, and talk to you next week. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.